0: God damn it. You know what? I'm going to leave it in. Um, I just pushed my water bottle over <laughs> as soon as I pressed record, but that's okay. So today's a special episode of The West Noise because I'm starting a segment called National Pizza Day, where instead of artists and such that I talk to normally, I just talk to my friends for a little bit. And today I talked to James and Alex, two of my absolute best friends. But before we get into that, I thought I would take this opportunity, since it's more laid back than normal episodes, to do what I've wanted to do for a while and just kind of talk my mind out until it's exhausted. So, um, I shaved my face yesterday, first of all, and I've felt like a baby and like a stranger. And it's been really weird. I don't like looking in the mirror. I miss my facial hair. And I feel like I look like 10 years younger. And speaking of baby faces, I watched The Boss Baby. And I highly recommend it to anybody in the world that has um, the ability to see or hear. Or even if you don't have either of those, you should definitely just be in the same area that The Boss Baby is playing, because it's a really special, thoughtful, meaningful, um, lifelong, inspiring film. I I think it's for all ages, young and old. Speaking of stories, um, I just did two speaking ups, but I just finished my first book in a really long time, and it's called The World According to Garp. And it was really interesting. It was pretty much consistently about death or sex or both. And it was really, really hard to read because um, I don't usually read books that follow someone their whole life. It's usually just a moment in time or like a couple months or a couple years or whatever. But this was from little garp's birth to his death and i don't know there's something a lot something a lot more memorable about a book that way to me at least because that's a huge task to undertake rather than just telling a story which i can also totally respect yeah it just made me think a lot about death and garp is a writer and so I tend to read books about writers because I want to be a writer, and the fact that it's a book also—it just really got to me because Garp was very over analytical and was never sure of anything he wrote, and he just wrote really messed up, unnecessarily gloomy things. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I don't know. I'm, I guess I just want to start at the beginning here because I've had so much on my mind. Um, I think I'm an asshole, and I think about that a lot, and I don't try to be, I don't, and when I say that, I mean I don't know that I am, and still knowingly do the things that make people an asshole, so, I don't, I don't know, I just, I'm constantly fearing that the people around me just hate what I'm saying, or don't give a shit about what I have to say at all. And a part of that makes me feel like an asshole. Because I feel like I'm just wasting people's time being around them. And I don't always feel like that because I say funny things and I sometimes contribute to conversations and add insight that wouldn't be there before. But then when I do that, I immediately just think I'm being pretentious and I kind of just want to punch myself either way. So. I don't know. I. It's not about my identity, because I'm I'm pretty sure of who I am in general. It's just a matter of why the hell I'm putting that identity out to anyone, and it's it's just kind of weird. So so there's that, and with that, I'm I'm usually talking about art or whatever, and. It, I think that's just because I'm compensating for the lack of art that I have come up with and it stresses me the hell out. No matter what I'm doing, whether it's listening to music or reading a book or watching a movie, I always get this, there's just this anxiety in the back of my head that I'm like, okay, why the hell am I not making something this good? Why am I not like touching this many people in this way? And that's, it's okay because I understand that that's literally the point of art is to inspire other people to do the same but I just don't know when the hell I'm going to do that because there's so much shit that I want to do I want to make movies I want to score video games which I need to learn the piano more to be able to do that I want to write novels I want I want to make documentaries I want to I want to go over the road with a band and just record everything and just find the humility in it and there's just so much shit that I want to do and I don't know when I'm going to do it and I feel like there's a lot that I could make happen right now if I just dropped out of school but there's also a lot of it that wouldn't be as good if I did that or yeah it it would suffer if I did that so I'm just really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm restless. Because I want to do a lot, but I know that it takes time for me to have the skills to do that. But then I always think, well, there's other people my age that are doing shit, so what is stopping me? Why am I not? So if I weren't in school, would would I be doing more than what I am? And then I just get in this endless loop. But then I also think it'll come in time, and... Like when I write, I often get like just waves of ideas, and so I, I'm just hoping that things will just come to me that way. So yeah. There's another piece of something that I've been wanting to say. Um And with all this, I I sound so damn pretentious. Like I don't know it's it's so hard for me to I mean, it's totally due to how I know people react, at least in the people that I've known. But it's so easy to repeat what other people are saying. And so I guess I'm just trying to make peace with the fact that just because I'm saying something that somebody else has said in the same or another way, it doesn't make it any less like valued to me personally. But then I questioned why am I sharing that? <laughs> or more importantly, why do I want to share all of that? And that's how I feel about movies and video games and music and all that. Like, what is it, like, wh- why do I feel that I can share my thoughts with people? Why do I think that I'm creative, creative enough to do that? And I, I don't know, I just can't imagine living a life and not having that feeling. Because that's really the only thing, it's the only thing that you can do when you live is to interact with others and try to affect them positively. I don't know. Let me talk about music for a sec. Um, I listened to, there's a movie called Prince Avalanche with uh, Paul Rudd and Emil Hirsch, I think his name is, and Explosions in the Sky to the Soundtrack. And that was really, really nice, and that kind of inspired a lot of the thought that I'm having, because I find it it so interesting to listen to music that doesn't have words that makes me feel as much as, or more than music that does have words, because it's kind of like a book in that sense, where you have to put a lot of yourself into it, and so you kind of think yourself, like, what does this music mean, rather than taking the lyrics at face value. So I was listening to that, and it got me thinking about the movie, and the movie's about two guys who paint roads after a forest fire in texas i think and i've spent a lot of my life um i don't know why i said that that sounded fucking dramatic i haven't spent a lot of my life i've spent some moments of my young adulthood considering a job like that that doesn't require art okay well it is paint but it doesn't require a lot of creativity. It doesn't require you to do a lot yourself or to, or to create anything. And I've just always respected that sort of work so much. And I think, I mean, obviously the movie fantasizes it a little bit because it's got this nice little music and beautiful scenery and the lighting and the dialogue is snappy and nice. But I don't know, I just... I just think about that sometimes. Like, what if I was just doing something really, really simple, and that was it? And obviously, I'll never do that because I can't let my stupid mind rest for a second. But I do think about that sometimes. So there's a, there's a thing. And and the job that I do have, working at a radio station, is really interesting, because I sit at a desk all day. That's what I do, and I don't I don't really mind it at all. Not at all. I I get to talk to a few people like a few people call and then I do like logs and stuff for the radio station but that's a really simple job. It's a very simple job and I don't mind it. I just don't think I could ever do that forever. I I actually I I know. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I know that I could never do that forever. (sighs) And even the money that I get from this job That's another damn thing. I don't even know what... I've been thinking a lot lately about what it means to spend money on things and why to do that in the first place. And I buy vinyl. That is what I buy. I buy shit tons of vinyl records. And I've thought about that a lot. About just how easily i couldn't or just literally probably the thousands of dollars that i've spent at this point on them but i just need to stop thinking i i need to stop trying to add a motive or logic or reason to every single thing that i do i love i love vinyl it makes me happy to open them it makes me really happy to see the physical copy in front of me and to feel the record if it's colored or if it's designed in a certain way or the the inserts and the lyric sheets and being able to read them in your hand as you listen to it like it's just very special I don't feel like I I don't know I just don't like the thing in me that's predispositioned to ask like why why are you doing that like you could be doing something else but I don't know that's kind of a stupid fucking argument so whatever and what baffles me okay on on the topic of like existential pretentious young adultness It's it's so easy to do things like that with vinyl where you think like you're gonna die one day, why are you spending your money on this? Like nothing is who cares if you have like a bunch of heavy discs? And I understand my potential detachment from living, but it's too easy. It's, it's too easy to just let go of living and make excuses for why everything is bullshit and make excuses for commercialism and material items and political ideals and really just anything, any concepts that are man-made or manufactured. It's so easy to just be like, oh that's bullshit, I'm not gonna waste my time on that, I'm gonna I'm not gonna give hundreds of dollars to whatever so and so. But it's too easy to do that. It's too easy to rebel in that way, at least, in the most realistic technical sense, in my opinion. It's it's too easy to simply say everything's bullshit, nothing is real I don't need to do that. Like, I'm just going to be a recluse and just be cynical and an asshole about everything and whatever. Which there's merits to, also. But, I I think there's an even greater freedom, use that word loosely, or strength in being aware of those things. Of the absolute senselessness of living, technically, like based on our knowledge of what living is. And continuing to find out why that senselessness doesn't kill us like why we don't just off ourselves every single day all of us immediately and obviously that's been warped by material items or campaigns and blockbuster movies and shit like that and we're just filling voids but at the end of the day we created those things for a reason and that reason is why we continue to do those things and so i'm just I'm in this state where I'm trying to look at that in a positive way because from age, I don't know, like freshman year of high school until I was 17, that was when I became conscious and tumbler and, like, was aware of how big space is and, like, oh, my God, I'm going to die one day. So it's been going from that, it went from that to, like, a cynicism where I'm, like, screw everything whatever like okay let me try to get back on track here i just i feel i feel like it's useless at this like i've i've nailed the subject so much that i feel like it's useless for me to even say these stupid things like like we don't matter at all we're so insignificant like fucking duh like that's so it's it was amazing when i was like 14 i was like oh my god Cause that's when you like realize that you're an actual sentient human being. That's not a baby. But after that, it's just like annoying. It's just annoying to even talk about. It's annoying to even. I th- I think it's important to know, but it becomes like common sense. I wish it was common sense. That way, there wasn't this big moment where you're like, "Holy shit!" But then again, there's no real way to think of a hypothetical situation in that which that would be. Realistic, but yeah, um, like I said, I'm trying to take that fact. I'm trying to take the insignificance in the fact that I can undo literally anything that I do every single day. I could, I could just stop doing anything in my life, but just whatever, it, it would end. Regardless, it would end, and I'd be gone forever. And that fact is there, and I'm just tired of being friends with that fact and allowing that fact to get closer to undoing me because I can either spend my life being cynical and sarcastic and shitty and say nothing matters in the negative sense not in the positive sense which I'll get to but I could spend my life doing that or I could just be like okay well I like vinyl I like movies I like buying things it's a nice feeling and I could just do them And it's okay to be critical of them. It's okay to think, why do we have money in the first place? We live in a capitalist society and all that stupid shit. It's okay to think that. It's okay to criticize it and judge it. But I don't know. I don't know. I just... It it sounds kind of shitty because there's a lot of things that are wrong that need to be fixed that I just don't believe that I can fix on a personal level. I just can't do that. And as shitty as it is, I kinda just want to be complacent to a lot of it. Cause at least it's easier. And see this fucks with me too, because see when I say all this, I feel like I'm just being passive and I'm not doing anything to better to better a lot, but what what is it in the greats that have done things that have actually changed things, that have changed race laws, that have changed laws for women and minorities and everything and the like. like what is it in them? Like I guess I, I just feel... It's it's hard to come to terms that you're not that person. It's, it's diff- very difficult to know that you can't possibly find it in yourself To be a person of that magnitude. And that that sounds really shitty of me to say. But I I don't know. I just don't, don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I totally care about. I don't know where I would begin. Because it's honestly discouraging nowadays. To look at people that are trying to change. It just makes you feel hopeless. But the people that have actually changed never let themselves feel that hopelessness. And I don't know if I'm ever strong enough to do that. I I think there's something... I've always wanted to live a life where I'm passive. I've always wanted to live a life... Always wanted. I've want to live a life where I don't focus on politics. And I don't focus on war or things of that nature. But that's kind of messed up. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, what What of my living? Like, is, is responsibility a thing? Because there's no doubt in my mind that if I really wanted to, I could go out and uh, protest, and I could go out and rally, and I could make moving speeches, and change people's minds about things. And I just, like, went, do i have a responsibility for that is it okay for me to not do that to do something else completely and i kind of always give myself an excuse that i'm going to be a writer one day i'm going to be a writer so even if it's fictional or whatever i'm going to i'm going to give pieces of the human spirit that are going to inspire people in ways to make them more empathetic and more thoughtful and resourceful people And in that way I'll be doing my job, I'll be doing my duty of change, but why is it why is it that I have that guilt? Like to who is that not okay? Like obviously no one's ever gonna be immediately mad at me. Like it's not like people in a political situation are gonna say that little boy is being whatever, indifferent to a situation otherwise that he could help change. But there's still that guilt in me. And I'm never going to be reprimanded for it, so why? What What is that in me? I don't know. I know it's just morality and caring about other people, and, and it is empathy, but... It's just curious to me how far that goes. And if it does make me a shitty person to be indifferent. Because it's... You, you can't win. You're either overtly aggressive and you attack other people and are a part of the problem and are doing things wrong... You're like me where you're indifferent. You don't ever include yourself in those conversations besides saying like, so-and-so's an idiot. I saw someone say something stupid or whatever. Or you're just trying. And even when you try, people criticize you. Even when you try, people say you're... Whatever. I just, I don't know. I think maybe I need to start doing something. I don't know what for. Politics seems like a waste of my time, to be honest. Yeah, it's our system and it's where I live and all that, but I don't know, just compared to what other things are more human, that are less structured, that are not about I don't know, I but see, it is all about people and it is all about democracy and whatever. But I don't know, I think I'll go to a soup kitchen soon or something. <sighs> I didn't want to share this. I haven't shared it with anybody actually because it kind of defeats the purpose. I don't know. Not many people are going to listen to this and it pertains to the topic. But Sarah and I were um, driving and we saw a homeless man. And at least he seemed to be homeless. He, he had a sign that said God bless, like help or something to that effect. And so we stopped at a store and we got him some crackers and some water and um, some granola bars and we went and gave it to him. And, like, up until now, obviously, I haven't told anyone, and I've felt so good about it. Like, I just, I felt so nice to, just to put that out there. So, like, is it for me? Like, I feel like everything we do is, I don't know. I don't know. And he seemed indifferent, the guy. He was like, yep, thank you. So, who was I doing it for? Was I doing it for him, or was I doing it for me? Like, obviously I wanted that man to feel better, but I, I also gained great reward in having done that. So, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how much of my time I need to spend giving. Because it's a great feeling, but I'm also selfish. We're also naturally selfish people. And I also want to do things for myself. And I want to get myself things and treat myself. So, what? That's why I don't. I don't know if I'll ever be rich or wealthy in the terms that it means, but I don't know how I'll act then. Cause when do you stop buying for yourself? When do you? Is, is there a moment where you get completely selfless? Cause I don't think there is. Oh, okay. I'm gonna drop that a bit. Go to something else. Um. So what do I do? I'm always asking myself, "What do I do?" Every moment of every day, all my free time. Do I practice the piano today? Do I read today? Do I watch an episode or two of whatever today? I write down a list to the minute what I need to do to budget my time each and every day. And it's just always a precursor to the next thing. And I'm trying to discern what if things are making me a more aware person, a more passionate person, a more thoughtful person. So, because I've obviously decided that I'm going to keep going with this whole life thing and it's kind of selfish but this kind of goes back to what i was saying earlier it's kind of selfish to stay here keep living and act and affect others lives and also be cynical and shitty about it like that's kind of what i was trying to say earlier is that like everybody gets philosophical and existential and sad and pissed off and especially to the point of not being able to control it for sure but even like those moments are, I don't want to say gifts, but they're they're opportunities. Like they're not necessarily negative because after you're mad or angry, everything else is just heightened to be better. And I don't know. It's moments like that where I find myself to be the most distracted. Like or I realize that I'm the most distracted. And I think I and other people too just often measure feelings like that on some sort of scale. Like happiness is less than sadness because like, it's less powerful than sadness because happiness can give way to sadness easier. Or because happiness has an easier undoing than sadness because sadness seems to last longer or whatever it may be. But I don't think that's the case. I don't. I, I can say that I thoroughly enjoy being sad. Many times, I like being sad, even if it's real, true sadness. And there's no true reason why, to my knowledge. And I don't mean sad like, obviously if a tragedy happens to you, that's not great. That's not a good thing. But there's something about being sad that is freeing, that you can say that you can do that. Cause like I said, it's just so often thought you just have to be happy, you gotta be happy, the main goal is to be happy, do what you gotta do to be happy, everything, everything be happy. But there's so much value in being sad. And it's some pretentious bullshit, as I've been repeating, but you really can't know how like fulfilling and nice it is to be calm and happy and not stressed until you're extremely sad. I don't know. I just want to reiterate what bullshit it is that I have a mind where I simultaneously need to say these things to feel better but also despise the fact that I have to say them out of fear that in my context I will just be rambling like any other 18 year old figuring out life but that's just another thing and that's what I'm getting at a little bit I want to not even have to think that I don't want to think, oh shit, what I just said was pretentious, or someone else has said it before, or I'm going to be memed or mocked for it. I I would really like to get to a place where I can talk and share ideas without that feeling, but I don't, I mean, it's not going to come, but like I said, I'm just trying to focus on being aware of things. I think being aware of them is steps towards making them a reality, (sighs) but like, why do I want to share things anyways? Why do I care so strongly of wanting to share my thoughts with other people? I fear often, so often, like I said, that nothing I say or think is impactful enough to do anything on an even mediocre scale. But what is it in me that wants to make it on that large scale? Like I, I've never even met a lot of people like at once. I've never addressed a large audience. I don't know what that's like. So why is it just natural that you just want to reach so many people? You just want to reach out. You just want to touch so many people. I don't get it but even if i just affected one single person if just if i knew for a fact that one single person listened to my words or read something that i wrote or watched something that i filmed and felt better or gained something from it, anything from it as long as it wasn't negative towards me even then i'd feel okay and i don't it makes sense it makes sense that i want to do that on a large scale but like I said, I can't even imagine if 50, 100, 1,000 people gave a shit about what I had to say. I, I think it would... I just always imagine people, people of the celebrity status, whatever, always seem so calm and used to it. And I just can't fathom that thought that people actually cared so much about what I put out in the world. I I think it would humble me and help me focus on what I'm trying to say and just say, hell yeah, like people are listening. I want to keep doing this. But I don't know. They just seem so calm from what I've seen. And it's like, do do you realize what you're doing? Like, you're doing the one thing that everybody really wants to do is just reach other people. Just reach other people in whatever way that is. I'm rambling. So yeah, I'm going to try to take this and give some advice. Um, let's see how Russ, rust that is. Um, I can't put it into words without quoting YouTube forever. But I can't tackle everything I'm trying to say in a few words. That's why advice is usually shit. Like, don't worry. Focus on the positives. It'll be okay. Look at the bigger picture. Like, it's just so much more than that and it's so intricate and it's so annoying that the majority of things like as as advanced of a species we are humans we cannot even kind of put into words like the most important feelings and like what the hell is that what the hell is that (sighs) okay so back to the advice for me it's, it's a combination of being aware of my death and that that's going to happen and caring less and less about it each day. And I suggest that people take life a lot more straightforward with that fact in mind. I'm trying to identify society and culture more like what those things actually are and mean because it puts a lot into perspective just to consider it like, like the fact that I buy vinyl. Like, society is such a huge part of that. There's so many strangers that I talk to on the internet about it that I'm like, yes, I want to I be a part of that. I want to reach them. I want to talk to them. I want to socialize. I want to do that too. And that's just why everything is. And it's just incredible how much we influence one another. So, I'm just going to try to stop there because I'm just going on. But I want a balance of understanding, like, science, logic, space, whatever, within immediate logic. Like, like, just, you know what I mean? As, as humans, what our science and logic is. I want to understand that. I want to respect that. Because just because I'm aware that everything's made up doesn't mean that that stuff's any less pertinent or possible or realistic to my immediacy. And I want that paired with the fact that none of that shit matters beyond our immediate feelings and comfort. And then top it all with humor. So, I want to be aware of the laws that govern my human existence, whatever that shit is. I want to be aware of that. And then also realize how little it matters outside of that fact, that I'm aware of it, that I am feeling that. And then really just combat it all with humor. If I can really suggest anything, if I can actually... The one thing that I feel equipped to give advice on to any person of any age is to laugh about everything about death about spilling a drink about people fighting about hurting yourself about everything always always laugh it's a defense mechanism to an extent and a distraction from certain rawness of feeling and all that but it's also a raw feeling itself it's it's the best feeling to laugh, to find humor in things. But it isn't it isn't all that without people thinking so. You you're not thinking as you laugh like How do I say this? You're not thinking as you laugh, I'm just be, I'm just distracting myself. I'm laughing as a defense mechanism. You're laughing cuz it's funny as hell. Whatever it is, it's funny and it's making you feel good. And why would you not want that? Why would you ever ever knowingly not want that? Why would you purposefully make yourself feel bad for laughing or not want to laugh just so you can be mad or angry or annoyed or sad? I don't understand that. I'm trying to let that be a lot more. That being said, I don't want anyone hurting anyone else. Um I think it's cool to laugh as long as you're not being like a total asshole and purposefully trying to make someone feel poorly about their quality of life I, that's not really cool everyone disagrees about everything everyone feels different about everything so why get mad about it why not just laugh I can't formulate everything I'm trying to say here but yeah um, in the life of Garp at the end of it, he has a biography written about his life and it's called Lunacy and Sorrow, The Life of T.S. Garp. I think that's what it's all about. I think that's what every stupid fucking thing that I'm saying, that's what every feeling I have, every the, the culmination of everything that I just said, that's what it's all about. It's wanting a life remembered. That is what I want. That is what I think a lot of people want. That is what we all want. Because we think, well, there's nothing immediately great about living like, at least when you're when you're at that stage where you understand how insignificant your life personally is, the only thing you think of is well, then I have to transcend that life. I have to be living beyond my death, and that's what it's all about. I think is wanting a life that can be written of, wanting to not be forgotten. That's at least that's what my that's what my biggest fear has always been is being forgotten, and I think that's very human of me. But that's what I want. I want. I want to get hurt and I want to get stitches and break bones and be surrounded by crazy up and downs and happenstance. Like That's so much more exciting. I want to have a rambunctious life with ups and downs and mistakes and death and laughter and art. I hope I get to have that. I hope that this podcast, this episode right now, is listened to many, many years down the road and they say, Ah, yes, he knew he just wanted to create just wanted to inspire others and make others happy though he was a smug asshole who was pretentious and convoluted and contradictory he meant well that that's what i like when i die for people to say i was generally a good guy in this way though it's i'm just i'm just stuck I just want to create my life, and I don't know where to start, and I don't know when it's going to start, and I don't know what it's all for, but I know that I want to do it. That's the only thing I know is that I want to do it. I want to reach other people, and I guess it starts with personal relationships. <sighs> so yeah, um, try to laugh more. Try to pay attention to the things that make you feel the most. It's okay. It's okay to be pretentious and say things that other people have said. It's okay to be disliked. It's totally okay for people to think you're an asshole. It's okay to think people are assholes. It's okay for a lot more things than we say that it's okay for. I think that about wraps it up. I'm just going to get a headache if I keep going. But um, So yeah, this episode is two of my absolute best friends, James and Alex. Disclaimer, we are dumbasses and we say stupid things and we embody a lot of that stuff that I said about humor and whatever. So if you want to listen to it, cool, if you're still here. If not, I totally get that and respect that too. So thanks for listening if you did. You're brave. Um, I know nothing. I'm going to spend a lot of my life trying to develop an answer and find comfort and joy and all the shit I just said and probably change it and hate it and hate this when I listen to it yeah i think i feel better thank you for listening if you did like if you are actually hearing these words right now i am absolutely amazed so thank you and if somehow after all that you still think that i'm just the words i say are just stupid then you know what that's fine too here's part one of national pizza day
1: It's National Pizza yeah, Day. Content.
0: We lost out on some real
2: gold. Some
0: content, man. I'm not going to tell you guys when I start recording because that would be against everything that National Pizza Day stands for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and God forbid we're. <laughs> God <laughs>
2: damn it, boys! It's National Pizza Day! <laughs>
1: Damn rats across
3: the lines, <laughs> guys. Where the fuck is Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> uh,
1: I think him and I heard him and Tupac and DB Cooper were hanging out,
3: <laughs>
1: like <laughs> underground lounge, They've just been playing, just playing pool, smoking cigars. <laughs> hey, did you guys
3: hear this year at Coachella there's going to be a DB Cooper hologram? <laughs>
2: I'm, like, I'm
3: actually, I mean, I'm sick of all these
1: people talking about being D.B. Cooper fans. Aim his first three albums. Did you
0: guys, <laughs> did you guys hear about...
1: Mexico
0: City. James, I know we talked about it earlier, but did you, Alex, did you hear about the new theory for the Black Panther album? Nope. I'll read it, <laughs> I'll read it to you. So, um, I, I was on Reddit, and I saw this theory And it says, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote here. Obviously, the album is meant to be played backwards. First of all, (laughs) ah yeah. If you listen, (laughs) if you listen to each, if you listen to, only
3: walks backwards
0: now (laughs) because that's you know. He speaks backwards too. It's a statement. (laughs) All right, if you listen to each song in backwards chronological order, you can slightly hear Kendrick telling Tupac that the album is going to be a double release in a never-before-heard interview from 1990. <laughs> and I, I I haven't tested it yet, but I'm just waiting for that collector's edition to come out. <laughs> and then another one says, um, if you translate the album to Turkish and back to English three times, you, you will... <laughs> three you, times. You will get an encrypted code within the second letter of every X word following the equation Y equals 0.5X squared plus 1, clearly stating Tupac has come out of hiding and recorded an album with Kendrick, which will be released on the third Sunday after Kendrick's death, followed by a second release with the track list inside out, and it is finally called Nation. After Kendrick. (laughs) A.K. After, After Kendrick. After death. Oh, I guess that you know what? I never really thought about it that way, James, and I'm glad that um <laughs> I'm glad that I'll really... like see this
1: from multiple angles. That'll be like the new uh you know how like right now we're living in like A D? That's like the next time period of Oh, uh, that's just what they want you to think though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean really it's like it is honestly all just relative. And uh it only has the power that we choose
0: to give it, so I mean I'm living in it's in I'm living in NPD right now.
1: What's, yeah, what's that one?
0: <laughs> it's National Pizza Day, bro.
1: <laughs> I mean, here's, here's the thing about the whole time is relative argument. It, it is. <laughs> 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 and that of
3: realization. Here's the thing about uh, time being relative is that uh, that's an objective truth. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't mean anything. We just.
0: <laughs> so, do you think Elon Musk like made time? Uh. Be well, honest.
2: That's
3: what the analyst to I
0: was, to. no. was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about um. Doing what Eric Andre does, but on my podcast. <laughs>
1: just cutting out. That is so funny. Just screaming. Funny. That, that's just. Oh, I thought you were talking about just the idea of, like, editing it so that it makes it look like people are just idiots and saying ridiculous things.
0: That too. That's what I thought you meant. But That's I, so fucking I funny. I could just puke.
3: Eric Andre is a virtuoso.
0: He's a god.
3: That <laughs> man. He's a genius. He's a master of his craft. True. I, I guess a genius is a,
1: is a tad... tad
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I mean... To each their own
1: i hate that saying because i don't know what it means
0: to each their own dude it's to each their own
1: like i i get what it means no like, you
0: don't dude it's to each
1: <laughs> like i can i just use it in context but what is like what do those words can you break it down for me please honestly
0: okay let me it. let me break it down for you as <laughs> slow <laughs> as i possibly can to <laughs> okay okay Two. Four very simple steps, okay. <laughs> okay. All Step right, one. Right. Two. Step right. two. Okay. Each. Yeah. Their own. I'll take it from here. Each. Oh. <laughs> <Step> <laughs> three. Alex. I Alex, I can, I can you, you put you it on. in layman's terms for him? Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> if we're speaking to the layman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you cleared it up a little bit, but I would like. Can I
3: get Alex's further analysis and breakdown of it, please? So I can
0: yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, in the simplest terms, it's basically. Really drive it's in. it in. It's basically just to each their own. <laughs> I was saying,
0: yeah, if you were to really break uh, it down, or to uh, each his own, or her yeah. own. Uh, not uh, in this generation, Keaton. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Him? Dude, or th- his own. I um, all right. I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Um, our sponsor today is Pizza because it is <laughs> National Pizza Day. Yeah, less than. Thank you. To our sponsors. We would not be and, here uh, without join you.
1: Join us on the next National Pizza Day next week. <laughs> and every other week following that, as it seems to be on Twitter. <laughs> that'll
0: be that'll be right after next month's National Puppy Day. No, it's and, National Siblings um, Brother, twin infertile. That'll
1: be
3: that'll be the Thursday after the Monday
0: National Donut Day. Why don't we just have <laughs> really like sad things? Like National Sterile Day.
1: National Time is Relative Day.
0: <laughs> Alex, you got one?
3: Um, I was thinking uh, National Inevitable Peril
0: Day. <laughs> mm. National, National we, we All Die and then that's how we'll be for the rest of eternity day. National, um, remember that I zoo like that, that, that all the animals broke out because that guy like kept a bunch of illegal exotic animals in his backyard and one of the monkeys had AIDS day? Is that Spencer Morris? Pure TNC. Did you
3: guys is that
0: Or is that Bryce Dunstan? That's Stanley. That's Stanley Dunfield. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Hi, Bryce Dunstan. Hey. Hey. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, Bryce. Happy National Pizza hey Day. Hey, Bryce. Happy National
2: Pizza hey Day. <laughs> <Happy> National <laughs> hey. Well, that was like ice cream. And it'd be like, oh, but what if we could just...
3: Make them one thing and eat them both at the same time. It, 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 look, you, can, you can't have your cake and eat two. Exactly. Ju- a, that is a phrase
2: that I have never understood. Neither does
0: Justin Timberlake.
3: <laughs> that, that makes it of time. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving a thing. <laughs> and not a national you know, I, I'm starting to think that maybe the pizza companies created something like National Pizza Day just so that we can buy more pizza today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> James? Um, guys, <it>, I, <laughs> I think that, the chocolate, oh, so know. that we would buy... Hey, you're cutting out. Hey, you're cutting out. You're cutting out. We got a niner, niner. <laughs> niner, niner. We got to cut out. <laughs> James, are you there? James, can you read me? Yeah. Okay. Be sure to get as close to your phones as humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> I just need it I'm to. Listening. I just need it to be picked up a little bit. That's all. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's just a little bit echoey.
1: Well, it's because I'm like
0: walking around my house. Well, just like great. cover yourself in blankets, or like just eat Let me some just get
3: pizza. My my acoustic diffusion set up.
0: There you go. Do that. Yeah, go there, Alex. You sound. I was fine. thinking maybe
3: get in my car and drive, would just like put a blanket over my head.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. We would make national news. Think about that, Alex. (laughs) Do you think so? Young, here's the headline: Young male kills self in passionate podcasting on National Pizza Day.
3: Think of the fucking attention our podcast would
0: get. National (laughs) Pizza Day forever ruined. (laughs) (laughs) This week. Just referring to it, actually nationally.
1: I I want to like I just want to hear like like a politician reference it (laughs) in in a very in a very like matter of fact way. (laughs) And on this (laughs) and on the twenty (laughs) second National Pizza Day in our country, we thank. I doubt it.
3: There's no way it's even better it has been it's existed for that long. Well, as long as our nation's been around. <laughs> <laughs> At least. I guess I guess you're right. It was probably it was probably around before this
1: country, to be
0: honest. Was there a native pizza day?
1: Alright, uh, soon man. <laughs> I'm doing some deep diving.
0: Alright. Alright.
1: How
0: long has National Pizza Day existed? Ten I guess. days. There's no way it was before 2000. Just That's my call. That's just
3: my call. Go okay. to go to
1: National Day Day org org. Oh my god! In 1905.
0: No. Okay. No. Nope, no. No. Never mind. False alarm. Oh man! I was. Man, I was. was close I was bugging. That, Australia opened in New York. You're new right? York? Want new York? New York? New York? Is that what we're saying, New York? What the f- Have you guys heard of Papa Murphy's? I need a slice of pizza.
3: Jacob Murphy? <laughs> Papa <laughs>
0: Murphy. Papa John's? Because apparently Papa Murphy is the thing. <laughs> <Hey man? laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady? Oh, bro, did you see his- Did you see him? Like, ever- he was so crazy, dude. but His hair, dude. He lost the Super Bowl for any everybody.
1: I'm not a fan. Ah, uh, you guys, sorry, but the, uh, the it's origin fine. of National Pizza Day is not well understood. Although
0: accounts of National Pizza Day began to emerge around the 2000s. Ah, yes, of course, of course. The origin
1: is not well understood. Hmm.
0: But the what academia. So the CEO of Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, and Papa John's got
1: together and said, "Hey guys, sales are kind of low. Typically around the beginning of February. What do you think we could do?" To- I
0: I don't know. I don't think pizza sales are ever low ever in the history of all time. I agree. I feel like pizza is like the most bought food.
1: Do you Do you want to Do you want to hear the gross sales of those companies?
0: I do. Yeah. Uh, in fourth place, Papa John's <coughs> gross sales of three billion,
1: and they call themselves the NFLs. With a <laughs> that's that's a that's a B that's, that's billion with a capital B. Okay, uh, my papa, Little Caesars just above them, Domino's eight point nine billion, and Pizza Hut thirteen billion.
0: Pizza Hut's on top. There's no way.
3: That's surprising.
0: There's More there's. About, uh, Place. Actually, I guess you gotta take into account the dine-in opportunities. When was the last time you saw Little Caesars you could come in and sit down with your family and play some games?
1: And little and Little Caesars is so cheap. Where, where
0: does Chuck E. Cheese fall on that scale?
1: <laughs>
0: what about my boy what, Ch- about, what about Huckleberry Junction, bro?
1: What about Rollhaven pizza?
0: <laughs> you mean you mean cardboard? <laughs> cardboard. No, that's no, that's Domino. <laughs> Hey bro, what they do is Alright, here's what they do is they take a, a, a slab of cardboard. <laughs> Just a big they, slab
3: they of it. Soak it in water. Oh my god. They soak it in water for about ten minutes. And then <laughs> I can't. Then
0: sp- I can't speak down on Domino's. That's my primary fix. And down here in Ypsilanti we got a good.
3: What about Hungry Howes? Yeah,
0: where's my boy Howie at?
3: Howard is number one on in my book. I think Howard is like regional. I don't know. Where the, the hell
1: is Jets at, bro? What about Jets, bro? Dude, dude, dude. Your boy, your boy just got hired at Blaze Pizza.
0: Shouts out.
2: <laughs> Why did you just laugh, Alex?
0: <laughs> <laughs> James, you suck. So, okay. <laughs> I do suck. I, I don't want to work there.
1: I'm hoping that. <laughs> so, I, okay, get, guys... I get the other
3: job. I think. Spencer and I were talking about this yesterday, about like how stupid it is, like some of the things that people like announce on social media. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Desperate
0: people are to like people <laughs> Yeah, James, I'm, I'm I, I can't now. hear a goddamn <laughs> word you're saying, you stupid <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> idiot. No. Are you serious? <laughs> you, I mean, that, you, you're fine now. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're perfect. You're right there. Perfect audio level. No, what I'm, what
1: I'm saying is I think it's just fucking... It's just... It's
0: fucking. And there he goes cutting out again. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Are you kidding me? All right. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah.
0: That's a good point.
1: Yeah, we got it. You got it? I... Can, What I'm saying is, eh, eh, eh. I think it's a true testament to how desperate people are to get attention on social media. Whoa, 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 whoa! Because I totally agree, Alex. I think it's really funny seeing people like. It's a bold statement. And it's, it, it only happens because people fucking gush over it and people encourage
0: it. Like when somebody announces when somebody announces that they're going to play football at D3, SVSU whatever, and people are like, oh my god, you're the, you're a
3: fucking hero. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't, that's, yeah. why I, that's why I was saying, like, I told Spencer, like, I'm gonna announce, like, where I'm going for spring break.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be
3: hilarious. Or, like, I am saying, like, you should announce, like, <laughs> the newest employee at Blazes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I, proud I'm, I'm, and honored
1: <laughs> to announce that to announce to you my Twitter following.
0: Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we'll wait. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, that's all it
1: was. Anything. You're just announcing fucking anything.
0: So, are, are we going to talk about the real issue nowadays?
1: Yeah. National Pizza
0: Day. No, needs no. To be a week no. Long. It's. It's even graver circumstances than that.
1: Ha, i like to hear it. Some... The world world pizza market is $128 billion. No, no,
0: it's worse than that. I don't know which place to get my heart-shaped pizza for Valentine's Day. (laughs) What are you going to do? I think I just might order them all. And then just stack them on top of each other and then just fist. <laughs>
2: just. Make your own. <laughs> uh,
1: are we going to talk about Logan Paul or
0: what? He's the hottest thing since pizza.
3: Yeah, I, I'd like to talk about Logan Paul. He's the hottest thing since National Pizza
0: Day. <laughs> Nothing's hotter than that. Alright. I think the National Pizza Day bit has it not been run. spoken out oh, okay. about enough. Um,
1: was, let's just started. Let's
0: learn more about it, James. We have our National Pizza want
1: Day. Me? See, you wanted to hear more about pizza.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are our National Pizza Day correspondent. Uh, I
3: don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Okay. Well, are you out in the field or not, Logan? <laughs> hey, uh, are you delivering um, pizzas, back,
1: boys? I am. Uh... No, it's like, are you familiar with Blaze Pizza?
0: And Obviously I'm, fucking not, because I'm just a peasant who was... It's... I know
3: nothing about quality
1: pizza.
3: <laughs> no, it's like... No! It's, it's like... Listen! <laughs> hey! It's, kinda, it's, it's pretty cool, honestly. It's like
1: Chipotle for pizza. Oh, my oh, God.
3: And it's like, snip, snap, snip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, girl.
0: So, CeCe's. You're telling me you got CeCe's over there. <laughs> I don't know what CC's is but What the fuck CC's is the the OG unlimited 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 cinnamon rolls baby what- Let me know when LeBron James invests invests in CC's LeBron invests in
2: Blaze <laughs> Yeah Well
0: he's right. He's one of the worst basketball players of all time so
1: he's is actually who uh, who did my interview for me. He was the one that I <laughs> sat down with me. He said, listen, kid, the fate of this company is...
0: So what are you going to do? Just like... Listen, I don't know. I'm listen to people boss you around?
1: Pretty much. my manager is...
0: Uh, James, what, kind of a, what happens...
1: A, P, a P-R-I-C-K.
0: You got to remember that your manager is going to listen Pickle to this. Rick? Pickle <laughs> exactly! Rick. God, that show is so good! <laughs> Sometimes I forget how smart I am until I watch that show. And then I watch Subtle. The show and I completely understand it. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, right, I'm on, like, a new... I'm on an entirely different level. I, I just remembered. Thank you.
1: Subtlety and nuance.
0: I'm, I'm waiting for the Russ and Morty spinoff. off. <laughs> Coming any day now, because those
1: would be. <laughs> those
0: fans are just hand in hand with well, we're, top we, notch.
1: We fans, we fans are demanding it.
0: <laughs> Russ is coming out with a new track. It's called "Baby Girl, Please Don't Leave Me," and I'm gonna fuck your mind because money's worthless. dot com. I'm Russ. <laughs> Time is relative. org. My name is Russ. I'm a light-skinned winner. You cannot stop me. Ever. I released 300 songs last night. Triple thousand platinum. Dude, He's just on another plane right he's now. He's on a different bro. wavelength than I am and it just it irks me. I'm jealous. You're not
3: part of the wave, man. God. Y'all can keep hating all you want. But well, I'm just out here hey. looking for my baby girl I'm going to hold at night. <laughs> <Hey>, Russ... <laughs> We Russ fans
2: are. We're sticking to him, dude. Y'all I hate, but when I
3: find my baby girl, I'm gonna say. I'm just trying to like baby girl. I'm just trying to find a
1: girl that I can like, you know, like fuck mentally. You know what I'm saying?
2: I'm trying
0: to, I'm trying to find one who like I can just treat like shit. You know. <laughs> because like any any girl that expects like feelings Yo, or. The piece to sit at?
3: <laughs> I'm just trying to find like a baby girl that I can just like hold like a baby. Like I'm on another wavelength. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I can, like so, I can like, so I can just like subtly talk down on her all the time because like she doesn't understand the wave that I'm on. <laughs> And then I'm going to sing a song about her and then that other girl from Atlanta. Because I'm from Atlanta. Did you know I'm from Atlanta?
0: I'm a light skin. Me and
3: all my baby girls.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm going a, I'm to a warm up my baby girls a bunch of bottles of milk and <laughs> <laughs> drink them myself right in front of them because cause milk is rape, dude. You said it. If any girl ever expects you to get her anything for any holiday or any circumstance... Or anything ever She's the fucking Worst thing that's ever happened to anyone Keep that in mind
3: Yeah, I just, don't fuck, the, I just don't fuck with those girls
0: I just I I don't really fuck with that I said because, if, if any girls want anything Ever Including air Food um, Rides any, any respect at all <laughs> I wish I had a toilet Flush sound effect on tap right now, because... Actually, I might. Hold on. Let me check the effects key. Oh, I have a gun. There we go. Yep, I just threw a gun in there. That's good. What about... There we go. So, yeah, um, thanks be to Russ.
1: So, you guys, uh, uh... You guys checking out? <clears throat> you guys checking out that crypto crypto market?
0: Um. Uh, <clears throat> um. No. No, not at all.
3: Didn't it just like plummet? Yes. That's yeah. I've been I've been keeping an eye on it the last couple days, but I saw it just—it's just in the tank. It kind of bottomed out. It's 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 hopping back Ooh. up. Oh,
2: is it? <clears throat> yeah, it's, I your... see it's
3: down like thirty-five percent this month. Oh, which is not what we call it
1: good. you hear, you hear about BitConnect? Connect? Yeah, but I mean, BitConnect? listen. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's down thirty-five percent this month, but okay. it's still it's still up seven hundred and ninety percent this year.
3: <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like. <laughs> How bad is it really?
2: Disconnect.
3: B- like Disconnect.
0: Hey, what you eating there?
1: Crunchy crunches.
0: Are they healthy crunches?
1: They're tortilla to- chips. I am trying to say it's just really to- fucking to- hot to- salsa.
3: Look, all I'm saying is just, if you're not on the way, fuck it, because I'm trying to find that special (laughs)
0: kind of cryptocurrency, right? Um. You guys hear about Rustcoin? It's perfect because you don't, it doesn't actually buy anything, but we don't buy, we don't buy girls anything anyways, so (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) It's basically just like mental IQ points in cryptocurrency form
1: actually I mean from like a long term investing standpoint that actually sounds like really thorough
0: yeah but Russ has all of them well yeah Uh, and he'll never sell them because he's on a different wavelength
3: and we well the thing is we don't understand we
0: have to upgrade and to do that you have to disrespect three girls per day well you have to for six years you
3: have to disrespect three but you have to mentally talk four
0: (laughs) 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 and you they cannot be the same they're not interchangeable. <laughs> so you can't disrespect and mentally Look, Russ, when you inevitably hear this, I just want to say, I'm just hating because I ain't you, and I'm sorry. And I fuck with Cherry Hill. <laughs> so, there it is. I have no hate for Russ. None whatsoever. I just think it's funny that people hate him. <laughs> I mean, hey, there was a wolf. <laughs>
1: There, it? We, we didn't believe it. No, there's really a wolf.
0: <laughs> and listen, seriously, oh. Russ, I I got something to say to you from the bottom of my heart. You you know what I do for you, and I know what you do for me. <laughs> and you will see the truth in me. Maybe I'm a fool. Hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears> hmm. <throat> oh. <laughs> ah. crunching
1: hard right
0: now? Yeah, we were. That's why we aren't talking. Is because we just want to let you crunch for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and take the main stage. There you go. Drake buys strangers' groceries.
3: What? Dude,
0: he's like a hero. God damn, he is. Good for. Wow. No, he just broke the record of all time streaming ever with a song.
1: Wait. So he's he's struggling. He's having a hard time these days. <laughs> Music industry is not
3: that kind to him. <laughs> wait. Wait. So is he like supposed to be? So he bought strangers groceries. My thing is like. Were they homeless? Or were they already at the grocery store with intentions to pay for the groceries? I don't know. Yeah, they were like... So, I like, is that make I feel like was saying, like, oh, no, I,
0: don't worry, I got this. I just saw the headline. Oh,
3: I think he literally, like, I think he walked into a grocery store and was
1: like, I got it. Yeah, no, he didn't, like, buy groceries and then, like, take it out to people. I think he literally just, like, was at a grocery store. And I, I also, I don't know how that works. Like, I don't know how...
0: Everybody drop what the fuck that. you're doing. Like did everybody he tell?
3: Everybody line up in this this aisle only, and then he just sits there like with his arms. Do you think everybody just like filled their car? That's what I'm
0: saying. Like, did he tell him before he was buying it? Because I'd be like, all right, I'll take that section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll buy yeah, the store. Like, Can I have the store, please?
1: Yeah. There's no way they had any alcohol left in that in that building <laughs> by the time he was done with that.
0: It was in Miami too, so you know how that goes. Oh, don't even! Oh, I don't even. God! National yes, no pizza, pizza Day gets Dollar crazy pizza. in Miami.
3: So you think just all the frozen pizzas were gone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every last one, but they were gone before oh Drake got there.
1: What? Well, dude? all the pizzas must have. I'm just laughing at what you just said,
0: guys. I haven't even, I haven't even eaten pizza today, which means I have to buy it, like just because you know. It's National beat today.
1: Okay, you this, don't is be, fu- this is you fucking funny. It says, um, reading this article, he says he gave the Miami Senior High School $25,000 and OVO Design School uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Drew. Still making them advertisements.
3: Well, yeah, you can't just do a good deed. <laughs> That'd be
1: stupid.
0: No, I get it. I get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand.
1: He's filming the God's Plan video, which will be struggling to get views. I don't know what he's
3: planning to do. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. How is he gonna market that? He's gonna have to take a different approach this time. Is there gonna be a single person in this world that he watches that? You know what?
1: I mean, remember that one one that one dance song that he had? Fucking that that shit flopped. <laughs> or what about that one, like Hotline bling? It. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what did what did one dance end up like? How many streams did it even end up having on on Spotify? Was like, Six or seven. And it's like 1.4 billion, or something like that's Jeez, like you got to be just embarrassed, <laughs> right? He probably was gonna retire. <laughs> well, Drake, it's too bad that the whole music thing didn't work out for you.
0: All right, Drake, I know you're going to listen to this, so once you do, I just want to say we're not trying to hate, all right? We're not. Just
3: trying to mentally fuck
2: you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, Russ is literally just... They're the same person, Russ and Drake.
1: Okay, yeah, if you guys are still curious about the whole grocery shopping thing, it all says, I it says
0: I never that got he a literally...
1: List. Oh, my God, yeah. So he walked into Miami's... Sabor Tropical Supermarket at around 4 p.m. and announce through a megaphone that he'd be paying for everyone's shopping items.
0: That's just a cool-ass thing so, to do. <laughs> he announced
1: That's on a it.
2: megaphone.
0: That is Sick just shit. fucking cool, <laughs> honestly.
1: $50,000.
2: Apparently
1: going to be part of God's plan music video because they set up a bunch of cameras.
0: uh right God, it's always for something, huh? I
1: mean, it doesn't change the fact that he still
3: did it. I
0: know, that's really cool.
3: $50,000 for 60 customers. What? That that, that means each person bought almost $1,000. Yeah! (laughs) 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 So they were. Oh shit fuck yeah <laughs> do you think it was like a black friday thing just people were just like come oh, god
0: i would have filled imagine? my shit like, up
1: god no seriously dude i feel like the wine section
0: had holy to, had shit yeah empty. if you if you look at some of the carts in the pictures it's ridiculous he also gave a student at the university of miami a scholarship for $50,000 poor kid <laughs>
3: Hey guys, uh, just to let you know, just a little announcement, uh, hangry is officially a word in the Oxford English Dictionary
0: now. Thank God's plan. I know know we've been campaigning for a long time, and boys, this is a a good day. Hey Alex, it's about the the big battles, you know. I just feel really proud of all of (laughs) us. Hangry added to Oxford English Dictionary, because irritable hunger happens, which means we have to have a word for it. You can't just say I'm I'm pissed off but I'm also fucking hungry. Well, there's no other way to describe. It. <laughs> I'm hangry. Angry. How can you actually be like angry, like mad, frustrated at something and use the word hangry? Use the word angry. <laughs> I, I, I'm angry. <laughs> I have tons of anger at you right now. Also, the word swag just got added under the definition bold self-assurance in style or manner. Good. I like that word. Also, snowflake is in there. I'm surprised swag wasn't in there before. It it was, just not under that definition. Oh. It's been in there forever, because swag used to mean just, like, luggage or baggage, but nope. Right. We had to go swag it up, you know? I say swag more on, a, or I say it more ironically than I ever did unironically.
3: Well, I feel like that goes for most people. And I think that's well, actually, that's me I, doing I God's work.
0: I, I wish I could physically harm memes. <laughs> well,
3: I've said I, more things in my life ironically than unironically. I think. Less than us? Wow.
0: That's terrifying.
3: I think, like, it's getting
0: close. (laughs) I mean, you gotta consider the first, like...
3: To a certain point, I mean, then
1: who really are you? Exactly.
0: Ugh. Danger. danger. here. Yeah. I'm just over here thinking about... What kind of pizza I'm gonna get.
3: I'm just over here thinking about all the girls, you know, that are heartbroken in the city tonight (laughs) just use a pair of arms to mentally fuck yeah they're just looking for like that one brain that's just gonna assault them and those hands that are also going to assault them mentally i'm gonna read
0: i'm gonna read through my twitter and see what magic i come across a lot. Dude, fuck Snapchat's update, dude. No way. No way. I'm
1: not, not going to use it. I'm not going to use it.
0: <laughs> I have actually not used Snapchat in like 6 months. And I am I'm better than anybody who has for that reason. Well, that's that's for damn sure. I pretty much just follow Double XL Magazine and Complex, and that's about it. <laughs> so...
1: Let's have our, our group Snapchat, and that's about it. Same. I have our group Snapchat, and then, like, I'll occasionally individually Snapchat the people who are in it. And that's
0: it. If I missed a lot of good stuff...
1: There's, there's a lot of quality stuff, Keith, if it's really been that long. I mean, I think think you were exaggerating when you said six months, though.
0: I don't know. When's the last time do you remember me being on? Go look. Go look the last time I snapped you. I dare you. I don't don't know how to do that. I triple dog dare you. That's what I thought. It's actually been about three years. Mm-mm. So the Black Panther album. Did you listen to it yet, James? Uh.
2: Uh-huh. I did.
3: <sighs> but I know you weren't asking me.
2: <laughs> Alex, what'd you think?
3: Uh, I liked it. I thought it went hard.
0: It did go aggressively. That was
3: the
1: exact. That was the exact wording that Keaton used. <laughs> kids said it was going
0: hard and it did, it absolutely did. and it continues to oh meek mills coming out of jail soon
2: oh, god, god. god
0: i've been waiting i will go see black panther i'll do it okay i'm not ashamed to say it
3: you are breaking you're breaking barriers dude guys, you want to know what I think is the most disgusting lyric of all time? Let's hear it. Uh, it's the classic Lana Del Rey uh, My pussy Tastes Like Pepsi Cola. Yeah. That's the, that's the grossest thing ever.
0: Dude, that makes me hangry. <laughs> I like um <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I have no other way to describe it. <laughs>
0: I'm so hangry, bro. What about hankering for a, a spankering? What What about What about that? <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> Can we add that to the Oxford's dictionary? Or cruising for a bruising?
1: One word in no those spaces.
0: Running for a and then
1: I'm
2: uh. Yep.
0: Uh huh. How are your tortilla chips, Mister Crunch Pants? Mister Mister Crunch Crunch. Because Mister, I'm just gonna crunch all over. Way
1: too fucking hot, and now
0: my mouth hurts. So you could say you're a little. Hangry. (laughs) I'm a little angry. Uh, Hey guys, uh. Snapchat Snapchat update sucks. Uh, Retweet to save a life. They only need 50,000 retweets. Yeah, so we're just gonna keep retweeting until it has like (laughs) 900,000. It's to to save a life, dude. Yeah, but they're saving a life. What is the fucking point of continuing to retweet it? Okay, first of all, there's no point in retweeting it at all. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> Let's just state it, tried and true. No, 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 no. Uh, a boy went
1: missing in Florida, so your retweet here in Michigan is
3: gonna help. It's gonna help find him. Well, it's gonna save him.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Even though
3: if he's been gone for more than four hours, he's
0: probably dead. <laughs> no, no, no. When you're when you're turning to Twitter, when you're turning to Twitter. Jesus to help find a Lost boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're pro- He's probably gonna get on well, at least you can feel better knowing that you helped. I saw something. <laughs> I mean, if you're, you're trusting Twitter, I'll find it. I saw a tweet today that said it was it was someone someone put a picture of a missing guy, and he was five foot one, one oh five pounds, and somebody responded with, "Check the seat cushions." <laughs> <laughs> what? They said, "Check the seat cushions." <laughs> <laughs> and I said. Oh, that's a that's a person that's who's funny. gone.
3: Likely forever.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. I just like I want to I want to picture like the police, the local police department. Like, oh God, we still haven't found the Johnson boy. <sighs> Steve, take like, uh, t- Steve, take it to Twitter.
2: <laughs>
1: let's see, if, let's see if we can get some retweets <laughs> on it
0: see if we can uncover something. I mean, I think it makes sense in, like, in local, like, really local situations. Because literally, like, I don't know, if you were out and about, but...
1: I bet half of those are fake. I bet, like, if you just actually tried to, like, look into it, I bet those pictures are just, like, super old, or, like, it's not even, like, a missing kid or anything. You think so? Yeah, dude, people do nasty shit for retweets,
0: man. There was that one guy who won the lottery, and, like, there were probably, like, probably 50 different accounts that were saying, like... Everyone that retweets this will get a <laughs> thousand bucks. And there were oh, several, yeah. several accounts of that. Like why? Tell me why. I uh I saw a very, very funny thing that happened on Instagram
1: the other day. And a girl ooh, I'm trying to remember what the brand was, but it was some sort of like ah fuck, I don't even remember. But there was an account that Fuck, man, it would be so much better if I could actually remember what the fuck it was. Damn but it. basically, it, it was the account was like thanks james <laughs> okay fuck, listen they were like <laughs> they were like anyone like anyone who follows and likes these pictures will get like an 800 gift card or something like that and this girl or like you, you had to like repost the image follow it all that this this girl reposted the image on her account okay and i go to it and it's 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 very obviously fake just by looking at it, and also because you can search whatever that brand was, and there is an actual official account that exists on Instagram. You really just had to type it in, and you would have found it, like on the search bar. Okay. As opposed to this, as opposed to this, like official underscore brand name one, uh, name account, and then. After like and then like two days later I saw her post a screenshot of this the account that had then been been converted into a meme account. So somebody clearly just did this to just get some followers and then turned it into a meme account. Right. And she was like, Oh my god, people are so stupid. Who do you think you're tricking? or something like that. So <laughs> like, fucking you. You you literally built us <laughs> <are> You,
2: <laughs> you
0: wanna hear something crazy?
1: I laughed very hard. And I I wonder if that story made any sense.
0: It was pretty good. I, yeah, I thought it was... Have you ever heard yeah. of Jeffrey Campbell? No. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, it's a legitimate shoe brand that sells things, okay? They're on Urban Outfitters and shit, all right? Did
1: you say Jeffrey Campbell?
0: Yes. So right,
1: continue, please.
0: They're at Nordstrom's and stuff, so, like, it's real shoes. Like, pretty expensive, over $100 shoes sometimes. So, Sarah sends me something saying that she got a free pair of shoes from Jeffrey Campbell and that she saw it on Instagram so obviously, I'm like, okay, well no and she sent me the receipt and it was literally zero dollars like, no shipping, no tax and she got them in the mail What? yeah, like 100% fucking legit, and they're like, $90 shoes and I was just how did that happen? I don't know. She said she, it was on their, like, Instagram story, and they just said they were giving away a certain amount. Like, it was the official Jeffrey Campbell story. And she well, okay, so just... she, like,
1: won, like, a sweepstakes. Not, or, okay, not sweepstakes, but, like, she won a thing, not, like, uh, everyone who follows gets
0: a free pair. No, right? no, but, like, she literally just okay. had to go to the website and add it to her cart, so it wasn't, like... Dope. I, I was just like, damn. Like, that's never happened in the history of free things. <laughs> Like, there's always something, even if it's just shipping or whatever the fuck. And I was like, wow, that's...
1: I never win those Tim Hortons roll-up, the lid, <laughs> Yeah,
3: but have you even played
0: McDonald's Monopoly? I was just going to ask when Monopoly was back at McDonald's.
3: <laughs> Dude, my mom used to f- collect every fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I remember, like, in school, that like, we had, like...
1: In elementary school, I remember one of our teachers wanted us to like do it as like a class together. So it was like everybody bring in your, and then there was one kid who was like collecting a shit ton of them, and he was like, "Fuck this, I'm, I'm doing this." On my own. <laughs> and then it became like like a, it was like an underground like fucking economy for these <laughs> damn McDonald's stickers in like fifth grade. Or like, dude, I'll give you, I'll give you two of my light blues because I have like so many of those. If you give me your, uh, your fucking green. <laughs>
3: for a week. <laughs> yeah, you gotta
0: give me, like, two Jims, and then I'll give you my red you know, you know what the prize you know what the prize costs and what it always consists of? Going back to McDonald's. <laughs> no matter what. Oh,
3: it's, as it. it's not like the most genius marketing scheme ever. You just have to go
0: back it. and buy from McDonald's McDonald's wants you. <laughs> You mean McDonald's doesn't want to just selflessly give me health and free money and food? That doesn't sound like McDonald's to me. I think it's very That's not my McDonald's.
1: Buy buy one, get one free exists. And, like, the only way that that can exist is, like, if it's still making them a profit when you're literally paying half the price that it's literally sold for one item. That just shows you how much they mark that shit up.
0: Yup. It's
3: crazy. Buy one, get one, 50% it's off is the worst deal ever. It's a scam! It's the stupidest shit ever. People see that and they're like, oh my god, it's a deal. So do, have to buy it.
1: It. Or it's just any sort of, any fucking sale where it's just like, oh, they're, they're, <laughs> like, <laughs> when I worked at Leave Us, like, they were just, there were certain things that were literally always on sale, never weren't on sale the whole time I worked there, and I'm like, fuck, that's, that, that's the price it is, and right. then you should put a sale sticker on it as well. And you're like, oh, it's on sale, so people will come in and be like, oh shit, fuck, all right, I gotta get it then.
0: I'll never find it anywhere else for cheaper. Well, that's I'm getting for a sure. Deal. Well, I'm getting a deal.
1: So, well, it's not, it, it was on sale, granted. So.
0: <laughs> hey, buy one get one free, or occasionally buy one get two free. I'm not gonna hate. I won't do Yo, it. I. Well, we can see
3: how well it worked for Paxson. They had to the buy one get three free.
0: Buy <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, buy one get three free is just an absurd deal. Yeah, who did
1: the, who did the math for them on that one? I don't, I don't
0: yeah, so like, so you you work. sell one item and then you give three
1: away <laughs> for free. <laughs> so you pay for one, and then you just kind of. Take a handful. <laughs> I went there. Okay, here's what we're gonna do: the customer is going to get four products, and they're going to give us the uh, the currency of equal to one. <laughs> and we're gonna stay if in if business. Enough customers, then I
0: mean, it's gotta work. I went to the Sun that was closing in Birch Run, and I was there for probably like two hours, and there was nothing over like fifty dollars, and I got nothing. I didn't get a single thing. So, I don't know. I don't know why I was so hyped up about it before, to be honest. There it is. Yeah, Paxson. Went awfully quiet there. Looks like we got some Paxson fans in the house.
3: (laughs) I'm looking out my window. There's two kitty cats. I thought we were talking. John Paxson, the uh, role player from the 1990 Chicago Wolves.
0: That so, is... No, Alex, you are right. That's...
3: <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I wouldn't have anyone slander his name. So.
0: I thought we were talking about Pax PaxCon, the um, Pac-Man online like, rip-off game. That's what I thought we were talking about. Or, actually, no, I thought we were talking about Capri Sun, the, <laughs> the, the silver... Pouched juice All right, who's, I we were John. who's got who's got talking points?
1: Oh, I had something that we could talk about. Chris Christopher Nolan? What?
2: Wait,
0: am
1: I saying that right? What? Um
3: Christopher <laughs> yeah, the, N- the What? What? Is it Christopher Nolan? Uh, some random fucking guy.
0: I don't know, dude. He's
3: he's one of those independent movie makers? They're gonna gonna let him make a Bond movie. This, what are they thinking? Hmm.
2: Hmm. I
3: don't know, but I'll say
0: Dunkirk was a snoozer. That was (laughs) the most disappointing. the best lullaby I've ever I saw something that said that Dunkirk was the only or it was the only movie in like the top 25 grossing films that was not a remake or adaptation but it's still not an... Dunkirk was the only movie of what was it 2016 2017 of that
1: year yeah. okay fuck me i was like no i thought you were meaning ever yeah, ever oh. I was like ever I was I was I was about to literally I was about to pull up the receipts out. and be like well, what
0: about what about what about what about <laughs> No last year. So and
1: I guess that makes sense is because every other one of those movies is probably a Marvel or but Star Wars or, or Dunkirk or, <laughs> or it, Beauty
0: and the But Dunkirk is still not an original movie. <laughs> That's my thing like it's still based it on was, the it was war It's based on a, <laughs> an actual event. So it's still an adaptation, <laughs> but right. it's just not yeah. a fiction, I guess.
1: Yeah, like it's not like Christopher Nolan like conjured that event up in his head it. <laughs> He had to have re- he had he literally had to have read someone else's depiction of that happening. <laughs>
0: and then it had so to a screenplay. So that that's actually really fucking dumb because that is. <laughs> that's 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 what I thought when I read it. I was like, um, that doesn't make any sense. It's most definitely an adaptation. I was like, um, uh, no way. Um, hold on, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Not he, on my watch. Here I come, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm <am> going to <laughs> make room. Eyes <laughs> up for
3: you, saying Dunkirk wasn't an adaptation. I'm gonna bust down yeah. your door. Maybe it was. Maybe it was an adaptation, but it certainly was a snoozer. <laughs> <again>. <laughs>
0: I was so. Excited to see it. I drove down to wherever the fuck, like an hour and a half, to see the seventy millimeter film, and. Really? Oh, you poor thing. I slept for seventy minutes. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> seventy mm's
2: of uh, sleep.
1: Man, that Star Wars franchise is—they're st- <laughs> having a hard
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> They're dying.
1: Those people got to be scratching their heads about how to make their next dime, right? I mean, they're they're in the hole, aren't
0: they? I have not been God. to the movies in so long. dude! Movie um, passes like the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened. I thought it was going to totally flop. I thought it was just going to not be able to do its thing and just be a scam and not pay people. But see, I didn't, I didn't even pay for my movie passes. Like I'm literally not even paying for that dollar. Right. It's
3: just fucking free. It's so awesome. Yeah, I'm going to the movies tomorrow morning. I'm going to see uh, The Shape of Water.
0: I want to see thought it. This Tuesday. Wow. It? I
3: thought this Tuesday. Last Tuesday. How was it? Last Tuesday. Right. I'm just excited because I I really like Pan's Labyrinth and I really like Guillermo del Toro. So yes. Are, did you guys like do something? Cause
0: you sound different.
3: You sound different. Um, do I sound different? I'm in my car. Alex yeah.
0: does not sound different to me, but James, you sound different. You guys, you guys both sound different. You sound different. Okay. Alex, you do not sound different. I don't. No, you do not sound different. Okay, cool. MoviePass lowered their thing to seven ninety five a month. That is not. That's literally the price. That's, <laughs> that's one amazing. That's $1 less than a fucking movie ticket. Like why would you not? I just wow. Are you talking about MoviePass? Yeah, they lowered it to 7.95 a month.
1: Oh my god. What? Jesus.
0: Yeah, it was they did $5 a couple months ago. No. Yeah, they seriously fucking did.
1: Uh, no. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no.
0: I think it was 10. And I was
1: and that was like what?
0: Is was it? I thought I saw five. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I probably wasn't five. But still, seven ninety-five. Well, oh, that's literally less than a ticket. You are stealing. Why would and you not? Right. Why would you not? Yeah, if it's like if you go to, to, movies, go to movies, why? You'd
1: be like, yeah. If I only use this once, I'm still saving money. <laughs> right.
0: That's insane. I think I'm going to buy it right now, if we're being totally honest.
3: I think I'm going to probably
0: tomorrow. Well, Well, I'm going to do it first. You have to wait wait for your card to come in the mail. How long does it come, a couple weeks or something? No, I'm saying I'm not worried about tomorrow. It's like seeing my movie. I'm just saying. No, Alex, you are (laughs) (laughs) worried. See, that's why I didn't, because I almost bought it, and then I saw a lot of people saying it was sketchy. And maybe it wasn't gonna work. And then I saw another thing like a what month later. Mean? Well, I saw people saying that it could just completely fucking fail like immediately. And then
1: right, so what? So you.
0: I just wouldn't want to waste the time because then I like a month later it said that they were delaying sending out cards and stuff. And so after that I was like, oh well, whatever. And I didn't know. I didn't know it was back to its thing.
1: Um. Uh, yeah. No, I didn't have any. I got mine right away. <laughs>
0: Did you get it for Christmas? No. Like did you get the card?
1: No. My see my, my sister got it for me and Oh. He just, like, oh. She just gave me like a little she just
2: threw. I forget what she
1: did for Christmas but um and she was like, "Yeah, I just need to activate the account so just let me know." And then Good deal. a couple weeks later I was like, "Hey, can you can you do that?
0: Look, published at 246 MoviePass unlimited movie theater deal could be too good to survive. See? See?
3: Well, until it dies. dies. Do you know what they're doing though? <laughs> until it dies. How they're doing it?
0: I don't really remember. Aren't they like yeah. selling the information or
1: data. something? Yeah, big data. So that now, now they have like an incredible amount of data of because it asks you for all your demographic information so you tell it like i'm a 20 year old male living in michigan um, i prefer not to answer and i make i'm a 20 I'm year old white male living in michigan and i make this much <laughs> a year and then they can figure out and then they see like oh james likes to see these movies and then they can give that information to big like movie companies and that's like right. very valuable information honestly right
3: they pay money for a lot of money for that stuff.
0: Should I get it, dude? I kind of want to.
3: Literally, dude. I it's been awesome.
1: You see, one it, I mean, i the question right. is, are you planning to see a
0: movie in the next month? I've missed so many fucking movies because so I'm like, I don't have ten bucks to yeah, just go no, spend on that If you're a person that sees an ample amount of movies, then there's really no reason why you wouldn't. I mean, the only right. reason that I that haven't is because I didn't want to spend the money. Right, it's, and it's basically just if you see one movie on even you're still saving money. All right, whatever, I'm doing it. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You're being bad? What the hell? But there's a 1995 processing fee to get access to unlimited movies on Fandor.
2: Oh, you'll need to do that shit.
0: It's a, what the hell? I'm not trying to pay that, bro. I'm not trying. I also,
1: to... I also read that apparently, MoviePass, like as a company, is also starting to buy like the rights to movies and shit. So they're all they also want to be like just a movie
3: company.
0: Is this how movies huh? are gonna become? Is it just like how is that gonna fucking work?
3: Just like a, it's gonna be—is it just gonna be like iTunes? It's like
1: you pay per month, and I mean, I definitely it's a think. Free game. I definitely <laughs> think meters are like struggling just with like Netflix and shit, now people people don't like going to the theaters as well. I mean, look how expensive
0: right. tickets right. are. It, movie theaters are the most expensive like recreational commodity that I like. No, do. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: The, the most. It's the most inflated market there is. Just the amount that they charge for literally everything there is.
1: Like
0: a water yeah, is I like five dollars. That's stupid.
1: Keen, I think I think we kind of talked about this before. like I I see it in like in the near future, maybe like 10, 15, 20 years, it'll just only be, the only movies that would be shown in theaters are going to be like Star Wars and Marvel and like the big, big budget with huge action and loud sound and everything. Because like those are really the only ones where it like makes the most sense to go to the theaters. Right, to see in the theater, right. You know, if it's something that's like, just like a drama like i like watching that but it's like there's no reason for me to pay that much money to see you know to, to be, be a theater, movie theater right? yeah when, yeah you're it's right yeah. As entertaining on a, on my computer
2: screen.
0: it's not gonna be that yeah it's not gonna be that much more different but the people are bigger and the sound will be better but like i
1: don't know just think of movies that came out recently like things like like lady bird you know like that's not a movie i need to go to the theaters to see yeah, I, I want to watch it happily, but I'd rather just watch it on
3: Netflix. You know? mm-hmm. James, you said you uh, you liked the post, didn't you? Yeah, I liked that movie a lot. I was, that shit was really good. Yeah, I wanted to go see it, but it was very I, you know. you know how we were talking about
1: how like the Meyerowitz story is, is like very like it's like the, the dialogue is like real,
3: like, real, real oh, yeah. conversation.
0: I I didn't watch that.
3: No, was. I, like, I watched that. It was awesome. Like, and I watched, like, videos on, like, how the dialogue was written and whatnot, and it's so cool. Just, like, because I guess you don't really realize, like, how unrealistic the dialogue in movies are until you, oh, like, so, watch yeah. a video like that. Like, it's insane. Yeah, once you just stop and you're like, yeah, that's not something someone would ever say, ever. Or just, like, the layering. Like, there's no interruptions in dialogue in movies. Yeah, like, nobody, so nobody interrupts each other. The, the conversations are so efficient. Yeah. Right. And the ti- yeah, timing is perfect. They always ask like the right thing to say. Yeah. But, no, that's why I like that so much. It wasn't necessarily that like the story was fantastic. It was just really cool. Like once you're aware of that to then watch it again and see like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's I like the post because it was
1: like that, but it's like also very interesting shit. Very, really uh, compelling. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's one scene, you know, it's like, yeah, it was pretty emotional in the end.
2: Aww. Yeah, well, Meryl Streep
1: mm. street is a really bad actress. Yeah, she's awesome. Do, you know do you know what it's
3: about? I can't remember. If, like, I know, I know, it has to do with like the. She like By runs the next, newspaper, next question, and they're trying to want me to tell you what. I <laughs> I mean, no. I, I mean, I know basically what it's about. They're just trying to. They have secrets that they want to like release, and they work for the newspaper. That's. I, yeah, I don't know okay. what like. I don't know what the documents are about that they're like trying to release. Is it something? To, yeah, is it something like, to do with like the church or something like that. Or? No. that's, um, oh, that's Spotlight. Spotlight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly. No. Is it, it about it's, the president? So Nixon's president and ah, yeah. they have. Oh, it's with the Ma- have, the, like, the Washington, right? It's about Washington.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they, they
0: found
1: out that, well, so, the New York Times first released these articles, an article with, like, all these classified documents basically detailing, basically giving proof that the U.S. government knowingly, like, knew we were losing the Vietnam War and kept sending, like, a shit ton of people and money to the, to the war. right? Basically because no president wanted to, like, be the president that drew us out of the war and then lost the war, quote. So basically, they just kept prolonging it, even though it was a fucking complete disaster. And they just kept lying about it. Oh, this is like, I don't, I don't, I was not have no fucking clue, but I'm just, this is not a movie depicted there. And, and they just kept sending people there, kept telling the American people that like, oh, it's going great. Two thumbs up. And <laughs> so they, so then when the New York Times posted this story, then they got like backlash. Like, they portrayed it as like, they show a conviction on the phone. So like, I don't want this newspaper ever published in another blah, blah, blah. And so they basically, like, they use some sort of federal court to, like, shut the New York Times up. And then the Washington Post, who's, like, where the main characters are, gets all of those documents that the New York Times used like, anonymously. Like, someone literally just walks in and, like, drops them on the table and just leaves. So then they're like, oh, shit. We could publish all this shit, but we don't know what's going to happen. We-, we could be fucked over. And then they were also in the middle of, like, they were struggling, and they had, like, just been, like, bought by, like, some investors to, like, actually keep the company afloat. But they knew that if this happened and then the court came after them, the investors would pull out, and it would basically be, like, the end of the company. But they were like, fuck it, we're going to do it because it's the right thing to do. And then, like, the day after they did that, like, every other fucking newspaper in the country, like, published the same
3: Sort of stories, and it was like, oh shit. Okay, so everybody's on our side. It worked. It and like, oh my god. And Meryl Streep is a bad actress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks are both very bad actors. Right, right, right. But about that whole thing about like the Vietnam thing about how they like lied to the people. I just watched um again. I watched Full Metal Jacket again last night. oh yeah. Just an absurdly good just I realize mean, uh, yeah. I, I kind of realize that because like the whole thing is um, like Matthew Modian's character writes for the Stars and Stripes, which is like the most popular like article from Vietnam. And like one of the thi- one of the things is that like they're going over like all the articles that were written, and he's in charge of writing like the story. But they run like two main things, and one of them is that like a battle that ends in a kill. So regardless of like what actually and have, like, fake stories that say, like, they killed somebody so that they can send it over to the Americas so that people will read it and will say, like, oh, well, we're making progress. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting because I guess I never really, like, picked up on that part of the movie before. Mm-hmm. Just how, like, blatantly they're lying to, <laughs> like, the public. But, phenomenal movie.
1: I think it makes you wonder what kind of lies
2: they're telling us now. Uh,
1: More, more about
3: everything. Yeah, I kind of stop. I I guess I won't say. I guess I won't say like lies, but just withholding information. Or just, I mean, or or
0: lying. What's the difference? I I guess say what stop it. Like what stops them from it? One thing they're not lying about. During during the whole like leading up to the. Election
1: and everything, like I got so like absorbed in like reading a lot of news and like wanting to just be very like in tune with all of the happening. And then
3: I was like, I don't, I can't actually trust a single word of this. I don't. Right. It's not that I. It's not that I know they're lying. It's just the fact that there's never anything that I'm
1: going to read that I can be like, yeah, I know that I can trust it. There's just not a single thing that I'm like, yep, I can.
3: Well, it's because they have such a history of
1: where any of that could be coming from you know and it's just like oh they're just saying it so uh." right well sources said that (laughs) (laughs) right
3: that's basically the whole thing is just well we heard from this source that they heard from this reliable source no and there was so much shit that also happened that they went back and literally
1: like now it's just public information that it was just completely false like they just the sources were just bullshitting making shit up so they can get headlines out and they were so caught up in getting headlines out that they did it. So I also think that people are spending a lot of energy complaining about things that Trump says and that's distracting from what he's actually doing.
3: Doing, right. Yeah, I think right. He's, just a, he's just a pawn, you know.
2: An industry plant. Yeah.
0: One month, two weeks. Isle of Dogs. Is it's coming out. It's actually coming out at the Berlin Film Festival <laughs> in six days.
1: You're staying away from the, from the political
0: commentary. I mean, no, I'm totally yeah. I'm sorry, I'm I'm just distracted. I w- I'm still caught up on movies. Yeah, I mean for sure, it's all just fucking bullshit. I don't. It's not. It's not even worth it for me to like even entertain even that. Get I guess. Past into it. Like it, it's not even worth it to me to be like, what are they keeping from me? The commies? Like it's just. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking McCarthyism. Like I'm just. I'm so fucking unbelievably out of the loop. Like not out of the loop. Like I don't care and I don't keep up on it. But like. Oh, good. Just, just me, in my situation, like personally, I'm just so, not, ever going to know anything, ever.
3: Right, because like when you think about it, it doesn't benefit you to think that you know anything because it's all going to be bullshit. And then to look into it, to to look into it, and then be aware of the fact that like, oh, this is bullshit, and I can't trust it. That doesn't benefit you at all either. So
0: I, I mean, know just staying out of it is. That I have seen videos doctored or real of Donald Trump saying some really, really stupid shit, and that's about all I got. That's about all I got.
1: I had an- another very like.
0: Somebody's hour. phone's making a weird little skipper doodle noise.
1: I don't. I don't know. Let me. You guys sound really weird on my phone. Do they I... sound weird
0: to you guys? You sound normal? You guys... I just hear this.
3: You guys It, could be, sound it could be me. You guys it could... Sound like Is it you're just, like just driving? It could be me, yeah, because I'm driving in my car. Hmm. But I can understand you both, clearly.
0: It, yeah, it goes... Kind of like that. James, do you hear that?
3: Yeah, no, I do. Okay. It's probably me, because I don't hear it. Yeah. Great. But, no. Oh, uh, uh, so it's like, the intro to, it's like the intro to Black Skinhead? Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like the soundtrack to
1: Dunkirk.
3: Yeah, oh. <laughs> so, Rockabye Baby?
0: Speaking of babies, no. I watched The Boss Baby. Fuck that movie. That was a waste
2: of my time and life. <laughs> I was I think we started watching it at gyms, and I really wanted to finish it, but no one else wanted to finish it. I, I went and saw that. I paid money to sit in
0: a theater <laughs> and watch that. It is horse and was, shit. And, and after the first 20 minutes, I was
3: actually, like, <laughs> physically angry. <laughs> after the 10th baby butt. Because
2: <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, they you, like farted and there was, like, powder. Uh. Mm.
3: But that, yeah, I was angry because I paid for two tickets to see that movie, and I had to sit through the rest of it.
0: I've only, I've, I've only experienced that once, I think.
3: It it was the worst.
0: It was a film, a little film called Unforgettable. (laughs) And let me tell you how forgettable it was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Headline: Unforgettable, inaccurate title. I paid twenty dollars total to go see Rosario Dawson and Katherine Hagel, who I fucking hate. I hate Katherine Hagel. just as an actress, she just annoys the piss out of me. I don't even want. To, I, I don't even want to waste your guys's time telling you what the plot was. But I think it, I remember, wasn't it like one of them was like inaccurate? Who fucking cares, James? I don't remember, to be honest with you, (laughs) because it was so incredibly forgettable. It was the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. Ever. I think the most disappointed I've ever been was Lego Ninjago. (laughs) You're not alone there, man. Lego movie. Was it made by the same the people, movie though? Lego Batman, movie? Lego Batman
3: movie was perhaps the funniest in-theater experience I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I was and I, very excited for Lego
1: Ninjago, and I don't remember a single word, and I don't think <laughs> I was there for longer than is it,
0: made, is it made by the same people?
3: I don't think so, but I don't know. I've only ever walked out of one movie, and that was... Daddy's Home. The original Daddy's Home. <laughs> help, Not help, Daddy's, help, Daddy's Home 2? Well, I didn't go see Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> because I learned my lesson after Daddy's Home 1.
0: <laughs> so. I wish, I wish someone would come out with a damn movie and call it, like, Blank 1 and then don't make a sequel. <laughs> Air
1: Force
0: 1? Oh, you know what? You got me. Or, or just call it Blank 2. And that's... That's it. That's the first movie. That's that's had to have happened.
3: That's just mean.
0: That's just so mean. <laughs> it's so rude. Because you know people who see it and
3: like it are like scrounging to the internet like all day, like <laughs> trying to find the credits for the first one?
0: And they <laughs> it never do.
3: Exist.
0: Yeah, I need to go to the movies. I'll be honest.
3: I'm excited about tomorrow. I mean... I don't know. I haven't really read anything about this movie, but it's I know supposed that to I
1: really be like this so. Yeah, people hated Michael, it. Michael Shannon is a fucking menace. They hated. He James, he's one of those people that let me talk about oh, yeah. those actors that
3: go way under the radar. No, those people like he just his just his demeanor. He's the, he's awesome. Yeah. You can just feel it. He's a phenomenal actor.
0: I haven't watched shit for movies lately.
3: I watched um, Batman Begins yesterday. I did watch
0: that recently, actually. Yes, I wanted to watch that series again.
3: Oh man, that is, that's a good. That's a, I think that one goes under the radar. That's a great movie.
0: I watched. I mean, um,
3: it's it's overshadowed by. Yeah, it's just because the Dark Knights are so one amazing. One of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, but no, I, I, mean, I think. I think that Dark Knight Rises is
1: extremely underappreciated just because it was like, well, yeah, it was like nothing can quite possibly live up to the Dark Knight, and I only, the Dark Knight Rises. Is and I'll say, okay, only because he
3: died. It, not not taking anything away from Heath Ledger's performance. It was quite possibly one of the greatest acting performances I've ever seen. But I wonder, like, how big of a legacy that movie would have if he hadn't died.
0: I don't know, man. It's...
3: I, I know. I'm saying. I'm sure it'll. It would still be transcendent on some level. I
0: have. I have stood by I the think, fact that that is the best performance I've ever seen.
3: And, and it might be for me. Like it's that, and any other performance like that. I think like Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood. I think is another. I think yeah, that's one of the best yeah. performances I've ever seen. Like, but oh yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker is great. But I wonder. A lot of it was because of like how much he threw himself into the character and i think people realize that because it kind of drove him to death and i think that right. kind of cemented a lot of the legacy is that like he was able to put so much into the character that it ended up killing him indirectly but also kind of directly yeah i don't know maybe and I, gonna... I think that's a lot of the legacy that's left so i just wonder like had that not happened and he had gone on to like star in other movies like what how well received obviously it's still amazing but over time would it depreciate at all
0: i don't know i really don't know cuz i watched like kind of a lot of shit on him and like I don't know,
3: people he, said he he just a, he was just a phenomenal actor people said he was like, like
0: it, a really really happy guy like
3: right even That's his, what it's so sad about
0: his it. sister said like he didn't go as crazy as like everybody like, I get what you're saying. I feel like a lot of people do associate that, or, like, they want to. Like,
1: they well, want... Yeah, the, the one the one story I remember from it was, like, from, like, he locked himself in a hotel room for, like, a month. Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: but that's just kind of the method acting approach. I he mean, did do that. He that did go
0: that. and stay in a hotel, and he did keep a journal with all that crazy shit, and he was freaky, but, right, like... Right. He was also, like, skateboarding on set and, like, in makeup and was smiling and still being a fucking goof. Like... Because
3: people people do method acting all the time. I mean, Robert De Niro worked as a cab driver for a right. like a month before he did
0: Taxi Driver. People so. just want it to be this tragic like thing that he sacrificed for the art, and I it is. I that definitely right, is right. why people want it to be so amazing. Is partially that, but I don't know, man.
3: Now I definitely I definitely think that appearance would be remembered if he were still alive, but. I just wonder, like, would it be as heralded as it is now? Like I
0: said, it's the best thing I've ever seen. So,
3: right. I mean, it probably yeah. is for me too. I mean, I'd have to think really, really hard. And I'm like not super invested
0: in him, so like I don't personally feel any stake in his death having my opinion swayed on how good of a performance that was like i guess it makes right. me feel more I, I you can't really help that like when you watch it you're that just like fuck like what a that ten- is,
3: that's what kind of makes it like an even better performance is seeing like that's kind of like that performance was genuine <laughs> like he really like put himself into that i definitely kinda, i definitely like, get that
0: you it. you can't help but feel like sad like oh my god we lost such a talent so like that makes it Seem even better, but like, it's literally just so fucking good, and that's what just.
1: I, I never even I didn't I remember seeing that movie multiple times before I ever even knew that like who Heath Ledger really was and that he died. Like I had I had no I had never associated him outside of that. It was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it was fucking incredible, and it was like oh, okay. he also
0: then you learn more about it it's like oh wow okay that's kind of. Great. I Bad. I think he he wasn't, he
1: wasn't even alive to receive the awards for it. Yeah,
0: right. He would have, I think, gone on to, like, I mean, he was already yeah, on I the think... way to being amazing, dude. Like, right. Brokeback Mountain think, is so good. And...
1: Brokeback like, Mountain was awesome. I was going to say, I think it would have had the effect where he would have become, like, a, I don't want to say superstar status, but, like, it would have been any movie that he would be in would have gained, like, a ton of attention because it's, like, it's like yeah,
3: Daniel Day-Lewis. That was the guy who was a Joker. It's like right. Daniel Day-Lewis. He had that phenomenal performance in My Left Foot in, like, 1992, and then every role that he was in after that, like, got such big acclaim because it people recognized, like, like yeah. right. And, I mean, on the part of Lewis, I mean, he delivered literally every time.
0: Yeah, he's I, stupid I, good.
3: I really, I haven't seen Phantom Thread yet. Too I
0: bad really he's to. retired, bro.
3: Yeah, but he said he was taking years off after. Um, there
0: will be blood. So. I love the fact that did you know like his kids don't know like who he is. What? Like like he he keeps his life from his kids, or at least like when they were young. Last thing I read was like he they don't know. Yeah, that... I guess
3: that'd be my question: is like how old are
2: they?
0: Yeah, I it, it was some, it was years ago. It was years ago that I read about it, but like at least when they were young, like he never like it was just like daddy acts or like daddy does this like they didn't know that
3: that he was like the greatest Daniel Day actor Lewis. Of
1: all time <laughs> <laughs> I, don't yeah, I don't know I mean he's okay
3: but you guys did you guys
1: see Jamie Dornan in 50 shades of grey
0: <laughs> I will never waste my time on those pieces of shit <laughs> I just I'm wrong. trying to think of like other other like other
1: acting that's just really just like things. I don't know. I would say that as like how memorable is it? Things that I literally like, just never forget. And I would say that I think Tom Hardy honestly comes that comes to mind. Holy shit! I love that good. man. His characters are just yeah. so like.
0: Have you like, holy they, fuck? I have you seen Bronson, have, like, dude?
1: Dude, Bronson is what? unreal.
0: Have you seen Bronson? That is my favorite Tom That's Hardy not, role. Holy shit, you have that, to watch that. That
1: movie is amazing. <laughs> that
0: movie is unbelievable. He he plays the prisoner Charles Bronson. And like it's it's seriously amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I think it's that... it's a real prisoner, but it, it was it was directed by uh, Nicholas okay. Reffin or whatever. The guy yeah, who did I'm Drive. No, it's really good. It's so so good. Pearl. Pearl.
3: I've really been meaning to get into more of um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I have really. Seen I know, dude. A lot of his movies, but like he's always been someone that's just like
0: literally everybody, like in the film industry, like reveres him. That was the first like I heard of him.
3: Actor.
0: That was the first I heard of him was when he died. I was like, "What? I don't what."
3: Yeah, same. And then like, he, i know he won like best actor for Cody and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I actually—I've
3: just watched like I've watched like clips of like his movies, and he just looks amazing. Obviously, there's not really a lot of context. I I'm saw watching, him like, a three minute clip.
0: in one movie, and it was called A Late Quartet, and it was him, Christopher Walken, and then like. Um, Imogen, Imogen Poots, or whatever, the...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, She's...
0: Anyways, James. <laughs> Anyways, James. <laughs> but yeah, they play like a... They just play like an old quartet, and that was the only time I ever saw him in anything, and it was... It was really good. It was a sad have movie. You had,
1: have, you, have you seen Filth?
0: Filth? Yeah. No, I've had it... That movie I've had movie it in that my list. I
1: first saw Imogen Poots in. That movie...
0: I like her a lot.
1: Fuck. me up.
0: Is that the one with, uh... McAvoy? Yeah. It was uh, on my Twitter list for a while, but I think they took it off.
1: I, I was gonna say, another... Another, uh... Acting performance that comes to mind is... Christoph Waltz in anything,
2: really. Holy
3: was, shit. Yeah, no, particularly particularly in, in Glorious Bastards. I think he is, like, top three favorite actors of all time. For me. I mean, he's, um, like, he, he is a character, uh, or an actor where, like, every character he plays is, like, so memorable.
0: Dude, *Inglorious Pastor is, like, a perfect fucking movie. How do you make a movie so long and so complicated and, like, every single scene is necessary? The first scene of that movie makes me, like, you, puke.
1: You be Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> and you do that with every movie you make.
3: Except for The Hateful
0: Eight. Did you see that? What? what? Did you see it? That, I, I, I thought it was alright. I never got I around to it, it, it. I was, liked the Hateful Eight a lot.
1: I was I thought, except, I mean, I... Except for Jackie Brown.
0: Jackie Brown's probably the one...
1: Jackie Brown was boring
3: as
0: shit. I fucking love Reservoir Dogs, though. That's, Reservoir Dogs is amazing. That's my movie. Pulp
3: Fiction, we don't have to talk about that. No, we you. don't. Django is amazing.
0: Django, I don't think I'll ever watch again in my life, if we're being honest.
1: Really, Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx is a damn fucking good actor. I have you seen, Ra- have you seen Ray?
0: I have, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, 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 oh, holy man. fuck. I watched. Yeah. Um, I've seen Rango or Django twice now. That'd be an interesting movie, Rango crossover. But um. <laughs> <laughs> someone should make that. <laughs> I've watched. I've seen Django twice. Once when it came out, and then once probably like. Last year, and it's just so heavy. Like, I couldn't even when I watched it, I had to take a break for a couple hours between because it's just like, (laughs) yeah, it's just a heavy fucking movie. Like, there's just so much racism. It's kind of
1: like like that scene in 12 Years a Slave where they just show the guy like hanging for like Uh,
2: a minute and it mm -hmm. just never ends.
3: (laughs) Django's kind of just like that for the whole.
0: I don't know. It's just dark as hell. Two,
3: for the whole two and a half hours.
0: And it's so long. It's just so long. Yeah,
3: try being like an avid, like fanboy of Lord of the Rings, because I am, <laughs> and that's nine hours worth of. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other
0: doors. day because I kn- I knocked I that uh, out.
1: I don't think I've I don't think I've ever finished
0: a Lord of the Rings. Movie. I knocked it, it out it, it, when I was sick, and I think oh, that's the oh. only time is for the first time watching it and when I'm sick because like. I had a whole weekend to kill and I watched all three movies in two days. And
3: That's the thing. Is, like, I can those out great. a day if I want to.
0: It was amazing. I just don't know yeah, when I'll ever do that again.
3: It's the, it's the most breathtaking cinematic universe that I've ever seen
0: in my life. I'll have it on at like a party. <laughs> or go to sleep with it on for a week. But <laughs> Guys, thing,
3: you, you could go into a coma and wake up and you'd still be watching.
0: <laughs> I have kind of bad news, though, that I've been waiting to share with you. National Pizza Day ends in two minutes.
3: No! <laughs> well, it's alright, because next week is National
0: Pizza Day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's tomorrow, actually.
3: <laughs> oh, just... is this the Chinese year of the pizza? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's see what tomorrow's national days have in store for us. National Cupcake Day. National Best Friend Siblings Day.
3: <laughs>
0: tomorrow is.
3: It's tomorrow National Appreciation Day?
0: Tomorrow is National National Day.
3: National National Day Day.
0: The day that we celebrate <laughs> national days.
1: Have you guys watched? I know you have not key but, asked have you asked any of Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders. Oh. Um, I just started it. Like,
3: I'm literally an like episode can, in. Cannot but I cannot recommend it enough. It, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm really excited to get more into it. It picks up a lot after the first season. Like, you can tell they, like, quadrupled the budget
1: after the first season. <laughs> <laughs> They they basically. It, I didn't like the first season because it felt very close. It's really just like the same like three sets over and over again. It just I didn't like it. But after that, it's
3: it's not like that for the rest of the show. It's
0: not National Pizza Day anymore. I,
3: I'm I'm excited because I mean I see it's got potential. Hey,
2: Killian Murphy is one of those actors. Hey, I'm afraid to look
3: at him because I don't want. I
0: think his jawline is going to slice
3: me in half. <laughs> so... I always, say, I always think he's going to spray me with that fear stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to see spiders everywhere.
0: I just want to let you guys know that it is officially National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. <laughs> no! 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 You're kidding! National Umbrella Day? And you're going to get a kick out of this one, James. National Home Warranty Day. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> when the washing machine breaks down, the hot water heater no longer produces hot water, or the central air is kaput, the cost of repair or replacement can be costly. Our homes filled with complex and vital appliances, technology, and other components that over time can and do wear out. A home warranty, unlike homeowner's insurance, covers repair or replacement of these items that break down due to normal wear and tear. I am counting down the minutes to tomorrow, uh, I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow is National Bridge for Charcoal Day. It even gives you how to observe. That's sweet of them. So here's the steps for how to observe Home Warranty Day. Post on social media using hashtag Home Warranty Day. That's those are all the steps. Man. Fuck yeah. It was it was submitted by 210 Home Buyers Warranty and declared by the Registrar at National Day Calendar to be observed annually on February 10th. I want to what register does it take? a day. Say, what does it take There's a register it an day link. Day. You need a press release, stating the new designation, and annual inclusion in the daily Post on the website, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, no, that's what they give you. Okay. Yeah, you literally just, like, ask them. I'm trying to do it. Also avoid using National Hug a Blank Day. (laughs) Why? Why? Hug a National Pizza Day Day.
3: (laughs) So you just like hug a calendar?
0: (laughs) The eleventh. The eleventh is National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. (laughs) National Inventors Day. National Make-A-Friend Day, National Peppermint Patty Day, National White Shirt Day. York is going to have a field day with that one. <laughs>
3: do you think they just like are just counting down that one? Like today, today's National Peppermint Day.
0: <laughs> February 16th, National do a grouch favor Day. <laughs> and National Tartar Sauce Day. Because <laughs> we all need that. <laughs> Thank
3: God, I've been waiting
0: for that one. President's Day on the nineteenth, though. Huh. Of
3: all the days, I think that one might be the most absurd.
0: National Love Your Pet Day. Why is that a thing? Well, you can only love your pet
3: on that day. <laughs> oh shit, bro! You know that movie Annihilation that we talked about? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Apparently, the rights to that movie were sold to Netflix. oh
2: how
0: interesting is that? Do that mean I ain't got to go pay money? I think
1: it's very interesting.
0: Oh, it comes in I theaters on the 22nd, huh? <clears throat> That's what I thought.
1: I was like, I think it's coming out really soon. So I wonder if Netflix still shows movies in the theaters and this makes double money <laughs>
0: on <stage. laughs> Dude, they made so much money with The Cloverfield Paradox, which was an amazing movie, by the way. Was it? I
1: haven't seen you. Did you watch it? No,
0: I didn't watch it, and I never will. Oh, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> they made <laughs> so that. much fucking money.
1: It was making me cringe very, very hard.
0: Have you seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, though?
1: That movie is fucking belt as hell.
0: I loved it until the last, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, it was a, it's a very... The last 10 minutes are it, fucking stupid. Suspense. Yeah. One word you need to describe it.
2: 90%,
1: really good movie.
0: 10%, really stupid and dumb movie.
3: Uh, have you guys heard of the movie, I don't know what year, it was really sometimes in, sometime in like the 2000s, but it's called Synecdoche, New York?
0: Yeah, that's fucking yeah. weird, Alex. James, Alex keeps doing this shit to me where he's doing the weird thing where he mentions stuff that I'm doing. This is the but, this is the third time he's done it. I was looking up Synecdoche, <laughs> New York last night. What the I, hell? I
3: was I read about I was reading about it like a week ago or maybe like two weeks ago because I it was when I was on the whole like I was looking up a lot of like Philip Seymour Hoffman stuff and then I saw that like Roger Ebert rated it as like the greatest movie of the two thousands like that whole decade and I just great. I watched a, I watched a, I know but like I watched a bunch of like theory about it and it's supposed to be like an extremely like beautiful I, complex I, movie and i never like, heard of it. And yeah, I had neither up until like two weeks ago, but it came out like ten years ago or something like that. But it it looks it looks wonderful,
0: like it it looks wonderful, and I really want to see it. I was literally looking it up. I would find it. I was looking it up last night because it's um it's a Charlie Kaufman movie, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, because I was looking into like some of the stuff that he's written.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. That's how I came to it is because I was. Um, I was actually looking up Anomalisa to see if the soundtrack yeah. was available on vinyl. And then I got into that wormhole, and that's how I came across it. Have you seen Anomalisa? I haven't. So fucking good. So good.
2: Is that like the
1: claymation?
0: Yeah, it's so good, dude. It like really messed me up. TBH. It's really weird. There's a penis in it, so... Uh, yeah, just giving, just giving a heads up. Just giving a big old heads up.
3: That's just gross. That's just gross, dude.
0: Alright, well, I think we can about end it here. Um, I don't know what of this I'm going to publish, but we've talked for an hour and 40 minutes, so there's a lot of material. <laughs> that is a lot. And it's not National Pizza Day anymore, so there's really no reason to go on with living.
3: I would just like to say, as my closing note, that Andy Serkis is one of the most underrated actors in the world.
0: Oh, yes. Okay.
3: <laughs> that, that I would just like to say that. I want that to be on the record that I have said that out loud. James, closing so people words? People have heard me say it. Um, I don't know.
1: Oh my god.
3: Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, um, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> you guys don't want to talk anymore. My mouth well, I'm, my, I'm almost at my destination. My so. mouth hurts from laughing and talking. And I want to go weed my book. So
3: I would be down to do the same thing again.
0: Yeah, I'm going I'm going that is not at this very moment. I'm just going to make like a series on my podcast and call it like homies or something, and just do that every once in a while. You gonna call it like mental fuck? I think I'm gonna call it Russ.
3: <laughs> just Russ. Yeah. <laughs> Until the day that you can interview Russ, <laughs> your podcast will become Russ. The
0: whole I'm gonna change my legal name. No, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You <Totally>. yes. <laughs> found the line in the sand. <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it Holmes, as in Sherlock Holmes. But homies, Holmes. (laughs) Or I'll just call it Gainer Bubbies.
1: National Pizza Day